0: i mean i don't love to say it but like when maya is with channeling mia her boobs quadruple in size (laughs) she gets taller yes i mean it's it's like a combination between of shaman king and (laughs) yu-gi-oh she
1: she becomes yami
0: maya (laughs) right she becomes yami maya where where her tits get huge and she gets a (laughs) lot of oh i wish (laughs) her hair gets all spiky wish that were me Welcome to Mortified, the Friendship Quest, a podcast where two long distance friends y- Yes. That was that was a...
1: That was my name today is Objection.
0: Okay. <laughs> a podcast where two long distance friends bounce media recommendations, all in hopes, so they will like it. I'm Aaron.
1: <laughs> and as I said, I am Objection.
0: And this week we investigate and litigate with Phoenix Wright, ace attorney. Before we get way too personally involved in our cases, remember you can help us on Mortified Legitimacy Quest by subscribing to us on YouTube, iTunes, or Spotify, signing up for our monthly newsletter through the link in our show notes, or following us on Twitter, and Tumblr, at (laughs) MortifiedPod. Layla. Aaron, What do you know about the Ace Attorney series?
1: Uh, So I know that the lawyers are gay. That's most of what I knew before going
0: in. That is my understanding, too. Um famed game designer riley rethel um recently became obsessed with the ace attorney series so all i know is from her her fan fiction uh so i don't uh i I was very surprised to see what this game is actually like um and we'll talk about it i I have complicated feelings uh but um it is certainly the lawyers are are very fun i have to say
1: i'm also a big fan of the lawyers um I Did you know, this is my, my fun Ace Attorney fact that a beloved friend taught me, so Phoenix Wright's Japanese name is Naruhodo, which means it's like an exclamation that means like, of course, or I see. So sometimes he'll just say, oh, Naruhodo, and
0: <laughs> it's, it's his own name, but it also mm-hmm. means like, I see. <laughs> That's pretty good. I, I do like that everybody has fun uh, pun names in this series. <laughs> like uh, there's one person who's like her name is like Wendy Oldbag and she's just like uh, an old lady who talks a lot which is very good um so you know it's a good time
1: yeah i, I love oldbag um we'll we'll talk a little bit about oldbag on on stage also cuz <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah that's
0: my yeah favorite that was oldbag. very good um yeah so we played three cases and this is this is just phoenix right ace attorney which is we played this on pc uh this is the the remaster i believe it originally this is originally a play a uh, game boy game oh. um like a game boy advance game right uh, I'll, I'll i'll double check that but like you know so we are playing the remastered version and we only played three cases so we didn't get that far but um well you know,
1: that's that's three-fifths of the game
0: oh wow well, i guess yeah 60 percent. so like um, if you, you know, how about, I don't know, I'll do the first one and the third one if you want to do the second one. Sure thing. Okay. So case one is kind of like the tutorial one. Um, basically you're, uh, Nick Wright, AKA Phoenix Wright. Uh, it's your first day as a lawyer. <laughs> you're 24 years old. Uh, and your first case is to help your friend whose name is, I believe Larry Butts. hmm um,
1: something smells, it's the Butts.
0: Mhm and he got you your lawyer job kind of somehow um and like he's being accused of murdering his girlfriend uh which is like pretty dark for <laughs> this like really lighthearted series um but basically you have to help exonerate him um and what happens is like He's accused of, like, beating her to death with a statue of the Thinker by Rodin, Um, and, like, it turns out that statue is a clock, uh, but basically the thing about this um, game, at least th- as far as this I know from this series, is that all the people that get called as, um, you know, for witnesses for the prosecution, there's like a 30% chance any one of them is actually the murderer. <laughs> um, and in this case, it's like just the guy, the, the the first guy who gets called to witness for the prosecution is a, is the murderer. Um, he's like, oh, I was a, you know, a salesman going door to door selling uh, subscriptions. Uh, but then i I, you know, like, I called the police and I knew what time it was, but then, like, you know, it t- turns out there was, like, a power outage, and, like, also the clock, the, the statue's also a clock, and the clock's time was different, because the girlfriend had been in Paris, and like, this first thing kind of set the tone for, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a lord of horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is well, all gonna be made up.
1: <laughs> well, I got that hint when uh, your, <laughs> your first time On the stand, as the defense, Mm -hmm. uh, the judge looks at you and he goes, Son, do you know what, like, cross-examination means? Or, like, what victim means? (laughs) Like, just basic vocabulary.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, and, And Nick is like, well, I did go to law school, so I guess. I did go to
1: law school, specifically because of my friend Edgeworth, a very heterosexual thing to do,
0: mm-hmm. to
1: really Elwoodzing woodsing it, going to Harvard just to follow a man. Uh, yeah,
0: it's something, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Uh, Anyways. So <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so that's how the first case goes. That's how the first case goes, and basically... Mia, your boss, your hot boss, standing there next to you the entire time, and you're about to cross-examine, which I actually really like the cross-examinations. I think they're really silly. Um, (laughs) You're standing there about to cross-examine this guy, this door-to-door salesman, to defend your good name, your good friend, Larry Butts. Uh, Mm -hmm. And Mia's like, you know, when I don't know what's happening, I just cross-examine every fucking statement. Mm -hmm. And that's when you're like, I see. Narhodo.
0: Mm-hmm. We're gonna. Got you. Just,
1: we're gonna just. We're gonna press every fucking statement.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the
1: first case is really straightforward because it's a tutorial, right? Like it's right, not right. There to be super high stakes. I was surprised at how involved the next couple got.
0: Yeah, the next couple one so your boss is immediately killed which was very shocking to me because i was like i've seen her on multiple posters Mm -hmm. for this franchise Mm -hmm. and she's she's killed in literally the first real case what um Mm -hmm. well we'll get there (laughs) (laughs)
1: well
0: she sure is she sure is um
1: her physical body sure meets an end um well does it (laughs) Oh, does it? Well, I think you're right. <laughs> does so- it?
0: So? <laughs> I don't love this portrayal of a 17-year-old is all I'll say. <laughs> we'll talk about it. So,
1: here's what happens. Um, Mia calls up her little sister, Maya. Uh, shout out, Maya. We love a little chaos goblin. Uh, mm-hmm. And is like, hey, girl, I need you to hold some evidence for me, which, that's, which, well, hey, hey, boss,
0: don't do that. She is a teenager.
1: Yeah. So, and uh, she tells she's very, you know, she's like, hey, I have this, like, statue of the thinker. That's also a clock. I'm going to hollow it out and put some documents in it. Uh, I'm going to hand it over to you. And Maya's like, chill. And she's like, okay, meet me at 9 o'clock in my office to pick up the stuff. And also, we'll go get burgers, which, when I tell you I ordered a burger after playing that case, because <laughs> I just started fucking craving one so bad. Uh so unfortunately, uh 8 57 p.m., right before Maya fucking gets there, uh head is also bashed in uh with the thinker statue. That that statue is now a double murder weapon. It's um, just
0: like, hey, wh- wh- yeah, one, they shouldn't have given her the statue that was used as a murder weapon the first time. No. That seems irresponsible. Two if you use it twice, then it's then it's a cursed object. <laughs>
1: yeah, it is it is at that point kind of like a, the objects in Zachary Yang where, like, they keep holding legendary intent. Right, that exactly. Would, that is now a murder weapon. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: no longer a clock, just haunted now. So uh, as Phoenix arrives and sees Maya, uh, poor 17-year-old Maya just hunched over the corpse of her dead sister, um, a woman from a, the hotel across the street screams, and that is Miss April May. Uh, mm-hmm. Miss April May calls the cops uh, as she has just witnessed a murder, and uh, that is how we get to the case. Uh, we Gumshoe, as the detective in this case, um, one of my favorite characters in fiction of all time, is the dumbest man. I've
0: Here's the thing about Detective Gumshoe is that I would have been much more anti-cop um, if I had played this game uh, earlier uh, because he sucks and is bad at his job and is constantly just like, I want to imprison people. Um, so,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know. He's, he sucks.
1: During the first case, he does give Phoenix an outdated autopsy. Mm-hmm. And then Phoenix gets called on it on the stand. And Gumshoe's just like, oops. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. And then Edward just is like, hey, by the way, your your salary review is happening next month. And he's like, oh.
1: Yeah, poor Gumshoe's living on ramen. Maybe that's why his brain doesn't work so good. He's just yeah. got too much sodium in it.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so basically, uh, Mia, for a long time, has been collecting uh, information on this guy who was responsible for her mother's death. Um her mother, uh, much like her and her sister, is a spirit medium. At this uh, point, I was like, hey, what? <laughs> I thought this was a, a game about the law. And spirit mediums. So uh, her mom was, uh, the, the cops secretly called her mom to help on a prior case. Her mom got involved and then basically the case uh, went south and ruined her mom's
0: life. Um, so how, her- how should it ruin her mom's life? The cops called the spirit medium. That's not on the spirit medium. She did her job. She did do her job. The cops should have not called a psychic. The cops <laughs> should have maybe
1: reconsidered. So, <laughs> but, you know, so uh, there is this man called Mr. White, Mr. Red White. He is the head of Blue Corp. <laughs>
0: yeah i I mean like listen (laughs) listen fuck america right (laughs) like hey if you're gonna have a bad guy
1: he is basically a blackmail dealer uh and he is trying to frame maya for her sister's murder um because he knew that mia was collecting information on him so basically what what they are positing is that mia died wrote her sister's name on the back of her seat with her own blood uh and that uh maya was the murderer for whatever reason and Mm -hmm. uh, because mr uh white is so powerful. He has bought a bunch of cops and lawyers in the city. He's basically threatening Phoenix with, like, disbarment and, you know, other unpleasantries. And well, what, death, happens,
0: think, so what happens is that he, you know, Phoenix is investigating him, and then White is like, oh, by the way, you're the murderer now, and then you end up having to defend yourself in court.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're your own representation in court, which, uh, by the way, inadvisable.
0: Uh, I mean, he is literally a lawyer, so, like, this is the only time that where it's like, okay, f- sure, fine. That's fair enough. But, like, yeah, otherwise, maybe just go with the public defender.
1: Maybe, yeah, maybe just go with the
0: public defender. So, uh,
1: through a series of hijinks, uh, you figure out that, one, uh, Miss April May, who <laughs> breasted boobily into the courtroom and distracted the jury and the judge.
0: Yeah, there's a bit where the- this is also where I was like, man, I hate this fucking judge. <laughs> he's neither impartial nor intelligent. Uh, he's just like, oh, I don't want- you don't want- you want to cross and z- examine her? I thought her, uh her testimony was quite dot 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 firm and i was like oh this man has an erection at his day job great
1: (laughs) yeah well you know that's what happens when she breasts boobily uh around
0: listen sometimes you just have to give a character trait who whose character trait is titty <laughs> right that's... that was hers mm-hmm. she had
1: two titty and feral which i appreciate
0: yeah that's true like she was like a weird like evil cat person at one point
1: <laughs> which i loved uh so uh miss april may is the uh the secretary i believe of of mr white and uh yeah so
0: uh, Phoenix well, basically... they were like hooking up right that's they were certainly the, in
1: a hotel room together with yeah, that the, stupid, the, that's weird bellboy.
0: The bellboy's a fucking pervert, too. He's involved. <laughs> and, like, he goes, he, like, does, like, a whole, like, minute long talk about how April May kissed him on the cheek and about how bricked up he got over that. <laughs> it's <was> just like, <laughs> hey, buddy, can you not?
1: Yeah. So <laughs> this what is you a have court to, of law. <laughs> what you have to put together is that April May was wiretapping Mia's phone and that, uh, basically the, the, what Mr. White is implying is that they both saw the murder from the hotel, not because they knew the murder was about to happen and were there to call the police, but because um, they had heard, uh, or they had heard, the murder taking place. And then, like, saw a lamp coming down or saw a lamp broken on the ground. And you have to basically be like, one, you, you assumed that uh, Mia was fleeing in the wrong direction because you were actually in front of her instead of behind her. One, two, you couldn't have seen the lamp because the lamp mm-hmm. was already broken by the time the murder took place. And they were like, well, I saw the lamp when I was in her office. And then you have to be like, no, because the bloody receipt on the back says you bought the lamp yesterday. So you, mm-hmm. you couldn't have. And also, why would you notice a lamp? You freak, like, fucking <laughs> yeah. lamp pervert. You're right. Uh, and then that's how you uh, kind of put together your case to defend yourself and, and be like, hey, I didn't actually murder my boss. Um, now, the interesting thing is that uh, Maya, again, spirit medium, uh, when Phoenix has his back up against the wall and Edgeworth mm-hmm. is breathing down his neck, um, mm-hmm. now, Maya does under duress channel Mia, and that does imply that somehow it's physical. Like, she starts... She like Mia basically physically appears next to you on the stand.
0: Um in yeah. her like spirit
1: medium outfit which is very sexy.
0: I mean, I don't love to say it but like when Maya is with p- channeling Mia, her boobs quadruple in size. She <laughs> <laughs> she gets taller. Yes. I mean it's it's like a combination between of shaman king and Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> where, like, <laughs> she becomes Yami Maya. <laughs> Right, she becomes Yami Maya, where, where her tits get huge and she gets a lot of <laughs> <degree>. Oh, I <laughs> and wish that her were. hair gets all spiky. Wish that were me. <laughs> Just
1: uh, get, get real mad, and well, I don't need n- bigger tits than I already have. My back already hurts, but you know, a lot of would be nice. Um, <laughs> my mom would maybe be proud of me for <laughs> once. Um, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's case number two. A yeah, it's a wild. Um, wild. It ends. There's a screenshot for where it ends, where basically. You know, Maya and Mia are talking to Phoenix and they're like, well, Phoenix, now you're going to take over the law firm since since Mia's or yeah, Mia's dead. And there's like a screenshot of all three of them, like putting their hands together and it's Phoenix with his mouth open, like being like, uh, and then the little kid sister being like smiling. And then the ghost of Maya putting her hand on top and looking at Phoenix with admiration and pride. And it's just like, oh, this is what this game series is. huh?"
1: Yeah, well, it's slightly more than that. You want to talk about Case 3?
0: Case 3, this is, uh, so I want to say, like, at some point during Case 2, I was just like, I need to walk through, because none of this makes any logical sense.
1: I was (laughs) so proud of myself. I didn't have to use a walkthrough except for one tiny thing in Case 3.
0: Really? Yeah. That's, that's incredible.
1: I got through it on just, like, knowing what JRPGs from 2001 are like.
0: Listen, you gotta respect it um my yeah, special no. skill. but like a lot of the mechanics of this game are like you know you have to match up the evidence in like your inventory basically to certain statements they make during the um what do you call it cross-examination. the cross-examination the cross-examination right and like at some point like i i just like i didn't you know i i thought thought i i had pressed like almost all of his statements but not quite all of them so like i lost that mission i was just like well fuck but like I think the weakest part of this is the investigation bit where Phoenix becomes a fucking, you know, police detective, right? And, like, goes around and, like, gathers evidence himself and talks to people. Um, And, like, one, you're a lawyer, you shouldn't be doing that. But, two, um, like... You know, I, I just I think it is so much more interesting when it's a courtroom drama, uh, unfortunately, and like I, I I find especially the navigation, like going to from place to place, I find it very clunky, because like you, you can't just like go to any part of anything, you have to like go through certain windows, and like, you know, travel through each window to get there. So like, at this point, I'm using a walkthrough. Um, but like I really needed it for for the third case.
1: Yeah, I wonder if um, I wonder if that improves because so I have the trilogy on Steam and I do right. intend to play through all of it because they're not long games and I mm-hmm. find them delightful fun. Um, I wonder if that there's some, some quality of life improvements in that regard because that was that's I think that's a very just 2001 thing that happened. Right, right. Everything in 2001 was a pain in the dick to play. Uh, so I'm hoping that a map gets introduced so I can just bounce from location to location instead of going from the office to the front of the studio, to the employee area, to the dressing room, not there, back to the employee area, back to the fucking front of the studio, now to outside of Studio One, now to inside, like, it's just so much.
0: Right, I mean, you could also tell that this is a game that was, like, developed for the Game Boy Advance, like, because of the way that, like, you know the the it's very much chained to its um its mechanics right Right. and and the platform so like i you know i I give it a lot of grace but it was just such a huge pain in the butt to play anyway case three um so there's um this guy his Mm -hmm. name is um it's will powers right yes and he plays the steel samurai who is like a popular tv action hero children's tv action hero children specifically um which is why it's very funny that maya likes it um but like he um you know he's accused of murdering his um his uh, co-star jack hammer who plays the evil role um in in this thing and like you know he's found with like a spear jabbed in him or whatever and like so you have to go and like figure out you know who who saw the stabbing or like you know why it's implicated in the stabbing you know why why they think that this guy's jealous you know um you know, guilty. And like, at first, it's like, okay, you know, Powers went to his trailer and took a nap for several hours. Um, and they have like a picture of, of somebody in the, the costume that he wore, um, like going past the gate. And then like, after that, they found the other guy dead um and it's like okay that's weird and the first day you spend a lot of time talking to the gate attendant wendy oldbag uh and like you know you find out that she you know saw that oh powers you know you know um hurt his ankle because they were doing a practice um you know and like he he's dragging his foot in the camera uh so it's like okay yeah maybe that's possibly him um and then like But they also figure out that like she's like messed with some of the photos at some point, like the security photos. And it's just like at this point, I'd be like, hey, judge, clearly all of our our witnesses are just making shit up. Like, come on, you have to give me something. And the judge is like, oh, you can just try again, I guess. I know you're clearly lying. You've perjured yourself eight times already, but keep going. It's like "Mm." it makes me so mad. (laughs)
1: Yeah, he literally the judge is just like, okay, now make sure you add that to your testimony
0: this time. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. like, hey, bud, this person swore that like my boss's little sister was the murderer, and now she's saying it was me. Like, dude,
1: I'm pretty sure this these games take place in California too. So this is just a uh, indictment of our justice system.
0: Oh, I didn't realize. I thought they were based off the Japanese justice system. No, they uh... take place
1: in Nick uh, Nixon, California, I believe.
0: Okay, um... I think. Don't I don't know. I might be wrong. I think, you know, honestly sure. that makes sense because like this is a lot of like hollywood at least this third case but global studios right okay. but um
1: from the fan fiction that i've read i'm pretty mm, sure it's california
0: <laughs> no listen i bet your your fan fiction is definitely lore compliant um but like um basically all, then she starts talking about how like the studio wanted to keep something secret um so then they told her to like pretend that she hadn't been at the studio and then like it's like okay so can you, can you talk about the thing that they told you not to talk about? And she's just like, nope. Uh, <laughs> and then um, basically you you have to do some more in- investigating. You go back to the studio lot um, and you meet Salmanilla. Ugh. Layla, what do you think about Salmanilla?
1: Salmanilla is the worst. I, man, I wish he was
0: the murderer. <laughs> you do kind of hope that it's him because he, this is something that I associate specifically with law and order. Right. But it's like, he is a guy who speaks in leet speak. Right. He, so he,
1: 2001 right so no this is exactly just
0: like this is what a nerd is right they you know they're sweaty they're they're perverts and they they talk like they're you know in chat rooms from 1991 uh and he's like whatever lamers and he says like dudes with like zeros in it and it's just like uh he is such a grating character and like obviously that's the point but it is just like this is like this is a mm, I don't know. I don't know who this character's for. It's very weird. It was for an audience in two thousand one. That's that's the problem. But like, uh, you're a gamer. You're playing the game in two thousand one. Then this is what they think of you. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. I, I yeah. Don't know. He
1: used the word "sucksores," which yes. I haven't seen in
0: twenty. Years. I have never seen that used sincerely on the internet. And like, I, I've been using the internet since you know since about two thousand one. So like. I don't know, folks.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was salmonella's a lot. Unfortunately, he is not the fucking murderer.
0: Yeah, no, uh, he should be shot though because he does like creep on Maya. So, <laughs> anyway, we do thankfully. You know, he he's talking about how like he he's I think he's he's is he he's the director, right? He is the
1: director. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he's talking about how he was like, you know, they're they're like having like some sort of production meeting, and there's like a fifteen minute break. But then, like, he was like, oh, you know, we were eating T-Bone steak. A bunch of this nonsense shit. What studio? Uh, studio studio... two, right?
1: No, no. Oh, studio
0: one. Oh, go ahead, please.
1: What kind of children's television studio that was on the verge of bankruptcy five years ago can afford T-Bone steaks for a Tuesday afternoon staff lunch? That's what I want to fucking know. I've been being fed pizza for a while now as an entertainment worker. Where's the mistake?
0: Listen, th- I think maybe you found perhaps the source of their financial troubles. <laughs> sure, <yeah. laughs> There's uh, and a, also, that, that, that's we'll that learn...
1: <laughs> drill tweet that's like, budget, $50 on costumes, $50 on lighting, $3,600 on T-Bone steaks. someone help me, my studio's dying.
0: Right, 100%. Um, but we'll, as we'll learn here in a second, they're also backed by the, yeah, the, the mafia, so like... Mm. What is it with Japanese
1: storytellers insisting there's a mafia in California? If you'll recall, Death Note insisted the same shit. <laughs>
0: Listen, all of America is is New York City, as far as I'm concerned. You're so right, Busty. Um, God. Anyway, basically, you find out also that there was a kid sneaking in, and he had, like, some pictures, which is very weird. It's like, okay. The kid I saw know. a murder.
1: Yeah. Did that child saw someone die?
0: I don't think he did, though. Didn't right? he? He sees the fight. He sees like a fight, but he sees the the steel samurai lose, right? Yeah. But like that's oh, wait, not the no, fight. No, that's
1: not the fight where he. Di- you're, you're right. You're right you're right. right. you're right.
0: That's not the fight where he dies. Right. So anyway, that's why he's like taking pictures, but then deleting. I don't know. I don't know why there's a kid here. Like, there's just so much like shit that like I do feel like, you know, it does like add something to the story because it's like hey here's another weird character and like kind of building out the lore right he has all these cards that like you know the production assistant is is, is into and like it's an interesting choice but also i was just like i don't give a shit about this kid he's very annoying it's very funny when he's on the stand um because they have to bring like a box for him to stand on but like um, and he's sassy to edgeworth <laughs> yeah and he's just like fuck you man he carries a katana with him into the courtroom um just insane but like um, i loved
1: him he was so funny
0: yeah i don't know i he drove mipple wall <laughs> but like you gotta give it up funny kid uh his name is cody hacker or something right
1: hackins i think
0: cody hackins yeah <laughs> which sure why the fuck not But eventually, you you get to the point where, like, you you reveal, like, the hidden shady truth about this production studio, right? Uh, You talk to Dee Vasquez, uh, which, like, is this hot producer goth lady who's, like, smoking from an old-timey pipe. Uh, And also— also threatens to like does is about to have you killed by her mobsters at Career one point <laughs> for, for digging too <laughs> deep and then thankfully gumshoe comes in and saves you which is very nice of gumshoe so you know i was mean to him earlier but thank you for saving my life detective um but like basically it's it's revealed that like d had been blackmailing the victim um who it used to be like a big star uh until something happened five years ago some sort of accident
1: yeah he and he it's true. <laughs>
0: He accidentally dropped a guy onto one of those really pointy uh, steel grates that we probably shouldn't have in our gardens. Um, and um, yeah, I don't think know, OSHA somebody- would like that. Yeah, it seems uh, not safe. But anyway, um, like and basically, this producer she had been like using that to blackmail this guy into, I guess, worse roles and not not pay him very well. Um, but anyway, he was coming to actually go kill her. And he was wearing the steel samurai outfit, and then, um, he he's like got the spear on him, but then like whenever he goes to confront her, she either accidentally or intentionally, you know, it's not I, I'm not I don't remember exactly what happened, but basically, same result. He falls on the same like spear, like a gar- like a garden fence, uh, and it kills him. Um, and then. She's like, ah, well, mafia guy. Why don't you just take him over to the studio, and we'll, um, I don't know. I guess we'll put the spear there, and we'll make it seem like he was killed by by Miles Powers or whatever. Um, and it's it's really really wild um, that the, they do this. And it's like, okay, we've got everything to figure figured out, but like at this, I, what what is the point where Edward has to step in? Do you do you remember specifically?
1: There is, it's it's when Dee Vasquez is on the stand, which by the way, I love her on the stand because she will just say one word and Phoenix is like, are you always like this? And she goes, yes.
0: <laughs> it's just- You gotta give it up.
1: Queen behavior. Uh, it is uh, Phoenix is like up against the wall and he's trying to cross-examine her and like the judge is about to make a ruling and Edgeworth objects to the ruling and the judge is like, what the fuck are you doing? And Edgeworth is like, honestly, I was hoping I would Think of it while <laughs> you were talking, but now I don't know. And the judge is like, "Okay," and then he objects again, and he's like, "Actually, I want her to testify again because Nick asked, and I think that's a good idea." And mm-hmm. Phoenix is like, "Why are you helping?" Because uh, so adroit's whole reputation is like he's going to get the guilty verdict no matter what. Right. And in the first couple of cases, it was pretty clear that the the people being defended were innocent but edgeworth's including
0: was- both mia's s- sister yes. and phoenix he yes. was trying to get them both imprisoned or
1: executed right because that is that is his whole mo he will get he's the prosecutor he will get the guilty verdict but so suddenly all of a sudden we see this um we see this little we will see this little turn over here where he's just like okay yeah, uh, no hold on hold on, hold on, hold on. I want her to testify again. And think you get to cross-examine her again. This is where I had to look something up. Um, because you have to, like, wait for the right statement. You have to press her on everything. And you you have to... The the piece of the puzzle you're putting together here is that she couldn't have been eating T-bone steaks with salmonella during a break in a meeting because there were no bones on the plate. Which right. meant that instead she, of like, eating the She, like, put them steak, in the incinerator, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which... Required you to show a photo, I think, of of the stakes to the prosecution uh, during the right statement. Which, that was very contrived, and I wouldn't yes, have thought of that. This, so.
0: this thing runs on fucking the Wizard of Oz logic. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any goddamn sense.
1: No. No, it does not.
0: Uh, but yeah, so that's uh,
1: that was where Edgeworth starts to kind of do some weird just weird stuff
0: yeah he decides to torpedo his own case for some reason Mm -hmm. and you know what well what what happens at the end is he comes and talks to you and he's like um I must say I hadn't expected to meet you again after all these years in (gasps) retrospect it would have been better if we had not met and thank you thanks to you I am saddled with unnecessary dot 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 feelings there is no heterosexual (laughs) explanation for that (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is where all the, the, the shippers get their material from. Like, this is very, it's so easy to read, you know, a, a queer subtext onto that because it's like. It's text. Yeah, obviously, right? <laughs> it's pretty darn close to being I'm sorry. text.
1: You meet your childhood friend who went to law school because of you on the stand after however many years they've been apart, right? Uh, several, I think, Miles, like something happened to miles. I mean,
0: they're both like in their mid 20s, so like not that many years.
1: Well, at least 10. I think Miles. Miles goes to Germany when he's, like, between 10 to 14, I think. Okay. Yeah, so it's been at least a decade. So they see each other on the stand, and uh, you have this reputation as this ruthless prosecutor from Germany, which, good on you that you have your fucking... You've passed the bar in America, and then whatever certification you need in Germany, bar, yeah, right? shout-outs. <laughs> shout are 20 fucking maestro on the stand over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all of a sudden you see this you see this young man you haven't seen in some time and and you your whole mo crumbles suddenly you want to find the truth because of uh phoenix fucking right dumbest boy on, on alive who's just poking holes wherever he can poke them. sure mm-hmm. no heterosexual explanation for it I, I i i couldn't think of one if i tried
0: it's great it's perfect you love to see it
1: <laughs> i love to see it
0: i love these gay lawyers.
1: Well, uh, Phoenix Wright is one of mine. He's a
0: bisexual, but... Is he true? Is that, is that canon?
1: That is, I believe, canon, yeah.
0: Okay, shout outs. Shout outs. Um, well,
1: it's not canon that he's bisexual. It's just that he could be gay, but he had a, I think he had a girlfriend he actually liked. Which I'll believe.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> listen. <laughs> I, I take my scraps where I can get them. Listen. Uh, whomst among us? Yeah, I mean, like that that is ultimately the the whole story of the the game um yeah, i mean actually no it's it's 3 fifths of the story of the game um but yeah those are the ones we covered you know i, I here's the thing about this I, i'm sure the gameplay and like quality of life stuff changes as the the series gets you know more advanced and, and more developed you know like um I, like the the most recent entry i think was like last year where they like go to like the the 1800s japan or whatever um but, like, at least with this first one, I was like, this, this, the gameplay is really lacking for me in a way that, that I found very, very difficult. But, like, I can see why this has become such a beloved franchise, because the the writing of the characters is so strong and, like, it is so funny, like, the way that everybody is just, like, such a fucking goofball um like at one point you know phoenix is always like doing these like little asides like at one point you know he he's just saying to himself like i'm a firm believer that humankind was was made to keep both feet on the ground for like no just like a complete nonsense thing to say
1: relatable my guy every time everyone's like oh are you so afraid of planes we weren't meant to be up there we simply were not
0: right or, or, like, there's a bit where Gumshoe is telling you about how when you beat Edgeworth the first time, he's like, I saw him sipping tea and staring gloomily out the window. <laughs> like, they're such funny and silly characters, but, like, it is, like, melodramatic in the way that, like, anime, when, it, when it's at its best, is. And it makes me wonder, like, there's got to be, like, an anime of this, right? There's a stage play. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the stage play? <laughs> St- so I've seen two of them.
1: And mm-hmm. uh, there are recordings of two of them. And they are just... I've never seen better casting in my life. All of those actors are so good. There is a clip floating around on Tumblr. I should have sent it to you, but I sent you other clips. There's a clip floating around on Tumblr that is a case where um someone is like 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 the murderer is communicating with Phoenix for, via like a phone or a walkie-talkie or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like who's that in the background? And it's Edgeworth, but Phoenix doesn't want him to know it's Edgeworth because, you know, their prosecution and defense are not supposed to be working together. Uh, And he goes, it's a, 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 a cat. (laughs) (laughs) The guy's like, a cat? And Phoenix turns to Edgeworth and goes, yeah, a cat. (laughs) 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 And Edgeworth panics and then starts clearing his throat and just like, goes, and puts his hands up like you know, like like the cat Eddie starts mm-hmm. to go nyan, and the guy on the phone goes. Never mind, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, they're they're so goofy. Like Gumshoe slips on a banana peel and break dances.
0: Okay, sure. It's
1: so good. Like they're so fun and they're so good. And it's like you don't have the burden of the mechanics for you to figure out the puzzle. It's just mm-hmm. the guy playing Phoenix doing all the back and forth. I think they're delightful fun. Um they may or may not be on youtube somewhere um so if you can't buy the dvd which i do suggest you buy the dvd and support the the troop but like if you can't uh, i won't tell you where but i do know they are um they're great they're a great time i highly suggest watching at least a couple
0: there's like five Uh, also i do want to say there is an ace attorney anime that came out in 2016 so you know make makes sense right but yes like clearly I, I think that this this series is, is best when you don't have the mechanics of the investigation and also you know full disclosure i'm not really a mystery guy um i you know i i don't like hmm, i'm not a mystery game guy i like mr like you know like all the the knives out shit like i think i think is very good um but like having to piece together and like do like this um you know you know point and click like trying to figure out and piece clues together you know i, I do i do find that very difficult and frustrating so like th- it might just be a lot of personal tastes but like yeah i mean i mean i don't know i really think this is at its best when it's characters just to get to be themselves and interact with each other and like make these like a goofball slapstick like moments with each other
1: see i really like stealth and mystery games um i, I like piecing stuff like this together and i even like it- i like it the most when, if I get stuck, I have the option of just like bashing a bunch of things together like Barbies until something fits. Like, that's just very compliant with the way my brain works. That's how I solve most Wordles, actually. Listen, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, awesome. we all have our strategies. Uh, but but I will say, like, if for how dated the mechanics were, which they are dated,
0: right? Um, right. For Over twenty d- years at this point.
1: Yeah, for how dated they were, there were still moments where I was genuinely excited to figure something out, and like right. especially when Edgeworth has his little turn, I got so, like I I know it's going to happen because I'm I'm familiar with like the broad arc of this series, and again I've read a lot of fan in my time. Uh, people keep sending me Gay Lawyer fanfiction, and I enjoy it. i nom nom, give it to me, uh, because it's all very domestic, you know, and that's just kind of my thing. So, sure. uh. But it was still like when, when when you're seeing Unsworth have his little turn and it's surprising and Nick is surprised and you're putting together and there's that in music and it's making everything feel more intense and the sound cues work really well. Like, it's just fun. You really feel like you're figuring something out, even though you're just kind of mashing together
0: pieces of evidence that don't make sense
1: on pure conjecture um yes it's
0: all like there's one point where edward is like man can you believe you're building your your case on you know baseless conjecture and i was like yeah this is this entire game is all just made up horseshit."
1: but i kind of like that because i don't know if i want to play a believable courtroom drama
0: right exactly the actual you know the more realistic it gets right the less fun it is like that's why like law and order works but like if you actually ever been to see a court case it's like incredibly boring <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. So I, you know, I much prefer this like silly, goofy, low-stake shit.
0: Right, one hundred percent. Now there is one question. So you, you mentioned this. This takes place in California, um, and and I thought this was kind of a commentary on the you know Japanese justice system, which is famously pro-prosecutor. You know, like ninety-nine percent of cases, you know, are are you know solved, go for the prosecution, right, something like that. Um, but like. What, what do we think this game's politics are based on the first couple of cases we've played? Because it seems like, you know, it's pretty anti prosecutor, pretty anti, you know, justice system generally, um, which I think is a pretty radical thing to do in 20, 2001.
1: Uh, I don't know if it's anti either of those things. I do think it's pro underdog.
0: That is probably a more nuanced and accurate (laughs)
1: because i just don't think that i'm not oh i would love to talk to somebody who actually knows my like sense that i got is just that the the function of lawyer and the function of detective and cop are just kind of shorthand for the like gameplay function and not necessarily commentary right? like so so uh, this person is a quote unquote cop they are going to give you evidence or be on the scene for you to talk to this person is a lawyer they're going to present the evidence but sure. like it's just a puzzle game right it, so i'm just not right. sure that it had that much of like um at least not this first one I, i'll i'm I'll, i will be playing through the rest of the trilogy so i'm, I'm curious to see if that evolves at all but i i just honestly i'm i'm not sure it had a greater agenda
0: i think that's probably true but i was just you know i was surprised to see you know, especially coming from, you know, uh, J- Japan with, with the famously pro-prosecution, you know, uh, law scene, um, you know, and, you know, coming out in the year like 2000, you know, like uh, if it's set in America right, you're going to be very pro-prosecution. You know, and, and unfortunately, in, in many ways, our, our law system is is set up to be pro-prosecution. Um, Unless like, a rich person's on the stand. Listen, um, but like, you know, it was just kind of nice just to, to – uh, you know, right the the way in which ways in which like propaganda, right? I'm thinking of like Brooklyn Nine Nine, even which is like, um, you know, a show that's like kind of kind of fun and goofy, but also like the defense attorneys are always slime balls in that. Like, you know, it, it does make me kind of happy to see the like the the defense attorney is the good guy here, I guess is what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think it's nice that, like, this genuinely good guy is, like, just trying his best to, to get people off the... I do think the cases get a little bit more, like, um... How do I put this? I think there's, there is a case where, like, Phoenix falsifies evidence or something in oh the God. Future. He like he like gets disbarred it's a whole thing so if you see fan art of him in like a beanie that's what that's from He's, he gets oh, disbarred brutal wow. yeah so I think it gets a little bit more complicated but I'm not sure if it gets any more complicated in it's stance on the justice system um hmm. this is just silly goofy shit. it's it, it is the most anime interpretation of of like a courtroom you could possibly get.
0: And, you know what, I think it, it largely hits at what it's going for, um, even if I don't like the gameplay, so, you know, shout shoutouts. <laughs> um, if we were going to make, for a marketing minute, mm-hmm. a visual novel slash, you know, puzzle game investigation kind of series around a particular, um, you know, like, profession, what would we make and how would we wildly misrepresent it?
1: huh do you have
0: so my my idea was just like just make an anti-cop visual novel that's like this is what it's like to actually be a cop and like a lot of the gameplay is just like well you have to racially profile this person because otherwise you're not going to meet your quota and you're going to get in trouble and all your coworkers are like weird degrees of like white supremacist or just guys who are okay with you know a a terrible system so (laughs) it's
1: gorsh. Yeah, that's the that that one would be tough to to do.
0: That's not a fun game to play. I don't that's want to play f- that game. That's not
1: a fun game to play. I think you could get away. You could maybe do that if everyone was
0: aliens. Yeah, that, that's yeah. You put it in the XCOM universe.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it in the XCOM universe. Make it everything aliens, and then and go from there. Um, my idea was a little little less charged, I suppose. I would like yeah, to see I this. I bet. I would like to see this about sanitation workers.
0: <gasps> oh. Oh, yeah. say more. I
1: want to I want like a <laughs> I want to see like stuck up weird recycling truck drivers. I want to see some fucking lifted garbage trucks, you know. I want to see like turf wars between mm. sanitation groups. I want to see silly office shenanigans. I want to see fucking you know the managers trying to get the most out of these like overworked uh people i actually also wouldn't mind if the garbage was sentient and monsters
0: (laughs) sure why not
1: why not you know we have spirit mediums in the fucking lawyer game why not sentient monster garbage
0: no this rules this is great i love this yeah there's definitely different factions based on the kinds of garbage you pick up Mm um oh my god this would be really cool ah shout outs to, to sanitation workers um, uh, capcom call us yeah seriously um
1: actually it's... capcom you can't call me right now that would be a conflict of interest as somebody working on a konami property but once i'm done there capcom you go call me
0: um yeah no um but yeah i'm just i'm glad we we took a look at this you know it's been a, a big uh blind spot in my, my media consumption so
1: yeah I'm glad we we checked it out i mean it's always fun for us to look at things from the t- like foundational things of the 2000s right so
0: um layla when we are not um just exploring the history of video games and culture and legal system mm-hmm. where can we be found online actually That's- layla where can we be found online? i was gonna say bestie what a great question um twitter is dying <laughs> it's like actual Twitter fully did not work yesterday um yeah, <laughs> it's bad so-
1: I guess you can just find me on Tumblr now, L-E-Y-L-S-E-S. I barely post on that account, though. And unless I know you, I don't give out my shit post ones. So, like, you know, here's the thing. There's this artist. His name is, um, oh, my God, Nico Marley. He is a prolific, uh, like, DreamWorks concept artist. He's responsible for a lot of iconic looks For like how to train your dragon and a bunch of other movies um that motherfucker does not have a single online portfolio and still gets work and that has always been my career goal and i think elon musk is forcing me closer to it
0: well shout outs you know i hope that i truly do hope that one day we can return to an era where we did not have to constantly be performing something online uh but that day is not coming for me certainly not for a long time you can find me at monster factory fanfic on, on tumblr uh aaron uh sxl on co-host i got a youtube channel that's at AA Voight. um just released a new video about the fencing rpg Cora core uh if you like role play with um you know swords but it's mostly about your your teammates if you like sports anime uh, you'll you'll love that game, so check out that review. Um.
1: Yeah. Also, if you um, we are coming up on our hundred and fifty episode special, uh, so uh, if you haven't been around for a while, usually what we do when we hit a fifty episode milestone is we do a best of, and then we do some sort of special. If you have an idea of something you'd like to to see us cover or a game we should play or anything like that uh, mortifiedpod at gmail.com i'm also happy to take suggestions um we're not doing this right now but while i'm telling you to email us if you have any ideas for i don't know patreon rewards uh you can we'll backlog that um you can send that to us too at the same email
0: Uh, yeah, our theme song is obviously by Keshko from the album Filmmaker's Reference Kit Volume 2. You can find more of their music at keshko.bandcamp.com. Layla, how shall we end this episode of Mortified?
1: You with your objections and your evidence? Just who do you think you are?
0: (laughs) We'll see you all next week.